0: Hello, and welcome back to Bucket List Bums. I'm Riley.
1: And I'm Haley. And today we are going to talk about New York City. I've only been there once, but Haley says that it's her favorite city in the whole country, right? Yes. So she's been four or five. Maybe okay, five. Five times. So she's a pro. So this is going to be a Haley heavy episode so we're gonna skip date questions today because we'd like to have a little disclaimer on the front end of this podcast so we had a nasty person leave a little hate comment on one of our podcasts and so we just want to reiterate kind of why we do this and what the purpose of our podcast is so basically we're just two friends that have known each other forever that like to travel and the purpose of our podcast is to share our experiences which obviously is not going to be everyone's experience but what we liked and also what we recommend if you're planning a trip and sometimes we like to share some history and other things like that but we're not on here to talk about worldly trending topics or controversial debates we're just on here to talk about our experiences
0: and when we talk about history, it's it's what we learned through our tour guides there. Right. Like, we're just relaying what we've learned. Where it's not our opinion. It's not what we assessed of the situation. It's what someone who lives there or was born there, who gives tours there, told us.
1: And also, yes, we've been very fortunate to be able to travel. However, we do work really hard to make it happen. I think that's all we need to say on that matter. Mm-hmm. But... Do you want to kick us off
0: with New York? Sure. I will say New York is one of my favorite cities in the world. Out of all the cities I've been to, I still, New York is at the top. I would say New York and London. But New York, for those of you who don't know, is an island in New York's state. So I've been to New York four
1: times, five times. So I went in, I believe it was 2014. And it was around Christmas time. So, really, that's my only experience. I've been there before when I was a little kid. My mom took us there to go, like, see the Statue of Liberty, but we couldn't find it. We just got lost, so then we had to go back to Pennsylvania. So, it really wasn't, like, that great because I don't remember it at all. So, yeah. So, Christmas time for me, and I think it was, like, literally maybe three days. So, Haley is definitely going to have more
0: info. I have driven and flown to New York. I've flown to New York I guess I've been there five times. I've flown four times, drove once. When you fly in, you'll either fly into JFK, Newark, or LaGuardia. Having just flown in and out of Newark, I would recommend LaGuardia. <laughs> it's just easier to get to, less international people, just all around easier. You <laughs> can either take public transportation into the city once you land, or you can take an Uber. So like, what is like your go-to
1: first thing to do when you get there?
0: it's usually my mom and I that go because we travel pretty similarly in New York. We're big Broadway people. But we tend to stay in Times Square. And so Times Square is typically the first thing we'll go to. And the reason we stay in Times Square is because a lot of the metros have a stop within Times Square, whether you know, it's a few streets down. So how do you navigate it nowadays? Like, is there an app? Yeah, there is, and you can also like even Google Maps where you're going, and Google Maps will tell you like which one to get on, how many stops. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't do it that way. I just Google New York Subway, and I click like the MTA website, and I just take a screenshot of the map, and that's how I do it. And I can just
1: do it that. Yeah, but there is an app.
0: Yeah, there is apps and uh, maps that will tell you.
1: So that's a good central area, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, that's a good central area. If you're on the Upper West Side or if you're on the Upper East Side, there's not that many metros that run up there. I think the Upper West Side has one or two that go up there and they mainly go along Central Park. The Upper West Side has, I think, just really one line and it's like three blocks off of Times Square.
1: And When you say you stay in Times Square, like, can you see all the billboards when you look out your window or do they have...
0: Yeah, we have been able to. So we've stayed at what was Hershey World. We've stayed in that hotel. We've stayed in... I'll just go ahead and name the hotels. That one was like the Crown Royal Plaza. That one was okay. It wasn't the greatest, but did what it needed to do. We stayed at the Millennium. I think that's like off 42nd or 43rd. We really liked the Millennium. But last time I looked, I had like 7.0 on Expedia. And we were like, eh. We've stayed in a Doubletree in like Chelsea. That was really far off. So that one was... Hard to kind of get to and plan your night around. This last time we stayed at the Margaritaville. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> In Times Square. And that one was really nice. It's newer. It was the Parsons Fashion Institute. So it's newer. It's really nice. There's rooftop restaurants. But yeah, we were like on the 25th floor so we could see hmm. kind of the street below. We weren't looking at Times Square, but we were looking at one of the off streets.
1: So you go to the hotel and then do you immediately go to a Broadway show or is there like
0: a restaurant you like to hit up or? It depends on the weather mainly is how we plan this. Cause if it looks like it might rain, that's when we'll wait to do Broadway shows. This last time, I mean, it was horrible weather. It was cold and it was raining. And even the New Yorkers were like, yeah, we're not going outside in that. So the first day we got there, it was raining just sideways and it was cold. So we waited in line for tickets for Broadway. And if you want to see a Broadway show, you can go to TKTS. They have an app you can use. The app will tell you which tickets are there. So TKTS has discounted tickets to some shows. Not all, but some. So, like, for example, the ones I've never seen there is Hamilton, Lion King, Six isn't there. Like, Dear Evan Hansen, I don't think, was there. Things like that. Wicked's not there. So they're
1: not as popular.
0: Some are. I think it really honestly depends on how in demand the tickets are. So like Hamilton, they sell out. They don't have to be there. I think it just really depends. So you can go to TKTS if you know the red stairs in Times Square. It's underneath that and you'll wait in line. and you can get anything, it's anywhere between like 30 and 50% off a ticket. There huh. is some off-Broadway tickets. Yeah. So that's what we did. And last time we went, it was just like that day matinee and that night. This time we went, it was... That day matinee, that night, and then tomorrow's matinee. Just to be aware, if you are a Broadway person, most plays, as they call it, are dark on Monday, meaning they're not running. Um, I did know that. So most are dark on Monday. Some will run on Mondays. You just have to look. So I think the only one that was running when we were there on Monday was six. And they go dark on Tuesday. So they'll be dark a different day. If there is a Broadway show you really want to see and it's not at TKTS, some Broadway shows do lottery tickets. So you can put in for the lottery. It's $35 per ticket to put in, about 35 usually for the plays, and they'll randomly select. So you may pay $35 and you get a ticket and you or may you not. may not. Yeah.
1: How many Broadway shows have you been to while you've been in New York City? I
0: think my mom and I counted. I think we're at 14 or 15. Okay. We've seen quite a few. That's what we do when we go. We are Every day, every day. Not every, like I said, it depends on the weather. So the first day we got there, we saw two in one day because it was that bad of weather. And then like Monday, we didn't see one because most of them are dark. And Tuesday, we didn't see one, but we saw one before we left on Wednesday. But I will say my top, top ones, some of them aren't on Broadway anymore, but if, some of them are still traveling. So if you can, Kinky Boots was one of my favorites. Tootsie was really good. It didn't run for long, but it was excellent. The one I saw this time, highly, highly recommend. It's nominated for like 11 Tonys, like nine or maybe nine Tonys. It's shucked. Fantastic. It is about corn. (laughs) It is so funny. And as my mom and I call it, we call it yeehaw humor because it's like country. It's, it's funny.
1: So when we went there, we did see the Lion King and... That play is pretty awesome. Like, the production behind it is just crazy. Like, the way that they... Their costumes and everything is just... I mean, that was the first Broadway play I'd ever seen. And it definitely held my attention. So, obviously, that would be one of my top ones. I've seen a lot of the traveling ones because they come to Charlotte. And so, me and my mom have kind of picked up that and done that together. So, I think my favorite ones that I've seen so far are Lion King, Les what was the one that I come from away? Come from away and rent.
0: Mmm, I haven't seen rent.
1: So in those down times when you're not watching plays, what are you doing?
0: We are all over New York City. We will uh, shopping? No, we don't really shop. We do sightseeing stuff. So we'll head down into Brooklyn, we'll walk the Brooklyn Bridge, we will take the Staten Island Ferry. For those of you who want to see the Statue of Liberty but don't necessarily need to be like up close and personal with it, you just want to see it. You can take a water taxi. I've never done that, but it it was recommended to me. We just didn't do it because the weather was so bad. You can also do the Staten Island Ferry. It's completely free. You just hop on, ride past it, get to Staten Island, and take the next ferry out. Okay. And it's great.
1: So have you you ever climbed the
0: I've never climbed. We went one year, and we did Statue of Liberty and Elvis Island.
1: Let's explain for the people that are not from
0: the States what that is. Okay, so the Statue of Liberty... I'm sure most people know, but just briefly, it was gifted to the US by France, as like a way for when immigrants were coming in by boat, kind of like when they were coming into the harbor, knowing that they were entering the US, like that was the sign of liberty, of freedom. And it's on this little island off of the New York Harbor. Ellis Island was the island where the immigrants would go through like basically like a customs, but way more intense. From what I remember, there was like health checks they had to go through. Like they would check your eyes, they would check your skin, like full on, like really intense exams. So according to the Ellis Island website, an Ellis Island served as the immigration station from 1855 to 1890, and in that time, approximately eight million immigrants came through, and mostly those immigrants were from Northern European countries. So there was first and second class passengers when they came in. But first and second class passengers that arrived in the harbor were not actually required to undergo the inspection at Ellis Island.
1: First and second class? Yeah,
0: first and second class. So I guess there was like a third class. It says they received a cursory inspection on the ship. So theory being that if a person could afford to purchase a first or second class ticket, they were affluent and less likely to become a public issue in the U.S.
1: Oh, of course.
0: Yeah. Uh, money buys all... Yep, due to medical or legal reasons. So they basically assumed that if you had enough money to buy first or second class, you were healthy and you wouldn't be an issue legally. Like, you oh. would be an upstanding citizen.
1: Oh, that's really accurate.
0: It says, however, <laughs> regardless of class, sick passengers or those with legal problems were sent to Ellis Island for further inspection. So it sounded like if you looked ill... Or if you had a criminal record, no matter what class you were on okay. board, you had to go through it. Third class passengers were referred to as steerage. And they were often like in the near the bottom of the boat on these steamships. So they were considered dirty and unsanitary. So they were the ones that went through the detailed inspections at Ellis Island.
1: How about that other place that you went to on a ferry? The smallpox?
0: yes so you can take a tram to roosevelt island you got to go up like towards the upper east side it's like an island between long island city and like the upper east side slash Lenox hill of new york but there's a tram that goes over like on 59th and 60th between those two and you can go over people live on this island there's apartment complexes there there's a baseball field out there but also on this island there is a smallpox hospital. They've got a fence around it now because people keep trying to get into it, but it's abandoned. It's honestly pretty because it's like a brick hospital that is abandoned. Like there's no windows or anything, but it's covered in ivy too when it's green and stuff. So it is very pretty. That's where they housed people who had smallpox. But if you're really into like medical things, like I am, this is just something that's really cool and easy to get to. It's free. They call it the smallpox hospital, but it It was the first hospital in the country to receive patients with smallpox. They basically quarantined people there. By law, they had to go there. If they were diagnosed with smallpox, they had to go to this hospital. Once the smallpox vaccine was created in the 1800s, the hospital was closed. So it's been out of use for a very long time. And then in the 1900s, vandals went that's what the website says vandals ravaged the metal detailing of the roof and collapsed which is why it has like that facade that it has it, there's no roof or windows or anything
1: oh so there's like vegetation growing mm-hmm.
0: okay yeah
1: okay so moving on from that so i'm just going to talk about you've never been there during christmas right
0: no i've been there at thanksgiving but okay. not christmas
1: so The first time I ever went there was Christmas, and I will never forget how much my parents complained about how many people were there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, like, three or four days before Christmas, and it was insanity. It was insane. What's that tree called?
0: Oh, the Rockefeller
1: tree? Yeah, the Rockefeller tree. You literally, there would be, like, a swarm of people, and you'd have to hold your phone up, like, right up in the air above your head to take a picture of it because there were that many people. And my dad was like, never again am I ever doing this at this time of year. So, I thought it was really cool just because I'd never been there. But, like I said, we were there for maybe two days. We did a Broadway play one day, and then the other day we went to that... Ca- what is the cafe you were telling me? The Star or something? It's the... the
0: Starlight Cafe or Starlight Diner?
1: One or the other, yeah. yeah. And they, like, are Broadway people, and they're, like, on the tables singing and dancing while you're eating, and it's very entertaining. So, mm-hmm. I remember that. I remember buying a fake purse on the street. Now, I don't know if they still do that.
0: They still do. Okay. They've cracked down, but they still do it.
1: So, bought a fake purse on the street. And this is one, like, key memory of mine, of Haley, as, like, in high school, is they would go to New York, like, every year, and she'd come back with, like, this is my purple. There was a purple one, I remember. I yep. Was it a Tory Burch or something? Uh, it was Michael Kors. I still have it. Yeah. over there. <laughs> she would be like, this is my fake Michael Kors purse. And I'd be like, I want a fake purse. So, yeah. that was one of the first things that we bought up there. Can't they not have the symbol? Like, it used to be a little bit different.
0: Yeah. So, when I was up there last time, I guess before this last time, they were cracking down. So... If you don't know, the place to go is Canal Street for this or Chinatown. It didn't used to be like this, though, because I remember they were just everywhere on the street. They were. And they started cracking down on it because I went and bought a purse the last time. And then it was like you would kind of go up to the person at the desk and be like, how much for the sign? This last time, you know, normally they'd be like, oh, that's a Tory Burch. Oh, that's a coach. That's a Valentino. Whatever it was, they would just tell you what it was. But this last time in like 2019... I said to the lady, I said, "Oh, what's what's this one?" Like asking who the designer was, and she goes, "I don't know what you mean." Oh. And I said, "Who is it?" And she then she went, "Okay, it's whoever it was." They're cracking down, and actually that day after the store had been raided by the police. So, oh my gosh! And now what I noticed this year was and they did it back then too but it you know there's people on the street saying you do you want a bag do you want a bag and that's like when it comes printed with the Louis Vuitton and the whatever print you want on it there's more of that going on where it's more common and it'll kind of lead you like into a back alley or like the back oh, so of a they're van just asking
1: you a question and they've got him and somewhere? it's like a
0: catalog and you'll point oh to gosh. which one you want literally when i was there they were just out on a the table they were like in puerto yeah. rico you just walk by and they're hanging nope they don't really do that anymore because they're cracking down okay. the last time i went there i remembered the store i went back my guy was still there he opened up the back the back room door it's like a fake wall oh, and my- he opens the door for me and it's like this time it was so different there was like stuff printed on so like the fabrics were printed on like Hermes was written on it like there was fake Birkins back there so it is getting different so
1: what is the like like is it the companies itself that don't want their name
0: well first of all it's illegal because that's not their design and it's their oh, logo on okay. it
1: okay sure
0: and it's not their quality so it's like people are instead of buying the real stuff are buying the fake stuff so it's also like they're losing money so yeah it's it's harder to find now it's easier to find someone on the street they are getting more expensive
1: oh so they're not uh, like
0: tw- 25 bucks like they used to be oh lord no i think i paid 75 this time oh wow but i think it's also like it's getting riskier so the yeah. risk and reward has right. to weigh out
1: well there's probably not nearly as many either because i remember when i went there was like on every
0: corner there was someone. no there's not as many of them but the that guy still is there every year ago he's <laughs> this is my guy
1: well that's cool My next question is, have you ever been to the 9-11? Yes.
0: Have you been? I haven't. Do you want to talk about it? Yes. So most people know in history what 9-11 is. For those of you, I guess, who don't know, it was the largest terrorist attack within the U.S. Yeah. It ended up killing 2,606 people and more than 6,000 were injured. Planes crashed into the North and South Tower. So there was two towers. There's no longer two towers. But where think it's the south tower was there is it's like an art thing like a monument right not really a monument but it's when the towers collapsed they fell inwards they didn't go to the right or left they didn't fall in another building they They collapsed inwards yeah so in that footprint of where the building was there is like a fountain now
1: because it, it's below normal street level? Yes. Okay.
0: So you're on street level and like up at your waist is kind of where it starts and there's water coming out and it almost is like in three levels. So it drops down into like another square and oh, okay. the water in that square runs into a smaller one in the center. And the part that's around your waist, if you look it up, there's the names of people who died in the tower. It's a very somber experience. It's typically very quiet. You will see people taking selfies. You will see people like taking group photos there. So it's kind of like Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I guess. The 9-11 Museum, I was there the year it opened. It is incredibly well done. It is oh, really? one of the most well done museums I've ever been to. And you kind of start at the top and then you work your way underground, like into the footprint of it. And you end up kind of underneath the water feature of the other one. Do it at the end of your day because it is the most heartbreaking thing it just takes a toll on you because there is videos of it there is like smashed glasses that Uh people found like it is absolutely heartbreaking and there's pictures of everyone who died but it is so well done and I highly highly recommend it just might be a better thing to end your day with so you can like kind of go back to your hotel or your Airbnb and soak it in rather than like okay let's go see a play now like but once again, I would pay to see it. It's such an integral part of US history now, especially for most Americans, because most people were alive for it. So definitely, definitely recommend it. And right next to, like across the street from it is, is called The Little Church That Stood, because the church, even in the middle of all of everything happening in 9-11, it was basically like, okay, at the end. So on the inside, there's pictures, there's memorabilia, there's like people, if remember correctly, there's like signs in there saying, have you like seen my husband and describing them because they still were looking for people. Sorry, it's the little chapel that stood. But it's less than 100 yards. It survived the collapse of both of the towers.
1: It's probably half buried at first.
0: Yeah, it says it's widely believed that the church was protected by a giant sycamore tree that was planted in the graveyard. So just to
1: add, and then I'll probably wrap up my portion. we did hang out a good bit in the Central Park mm-hmm. and we did do ice skating on Central Park and that was really fun and it really felt very holiday. like I don't know. it just kind of gave me like Eloise vibes like mm-hmm. back in the day. like I just felt like I was in New York City at Christmas time and it kind of snowed a couple days before, but it was like dirty snow you know it had gotten to that point where like it wasn't like as pretty but
0: mm-hmm.
1: it definitely was like a very winter wonderland kind of vibe in central park and we went to this old italian restaurant with like family style food and that that was about it but i've never been to chinatown i've never really been to like i don't know if we went to little italy when we went to that place kind of looked like it was like an old like it probably was little italy it might have been yeah anyways So that's my New York, and I definitely need to go back as an adult because, like, I want to go try cool bars and try cool clubs and do fun things. But I've just never, never gotten around to it. It's very—I know it's a very expensive city, and so it's not very like top of my list, you know.
0: Yeah. So there's so many parts of New York to see, but I'll start with like towards Brooklyn. So up there is the Staten Island Ferry. You can go to FIDI, which is the financial district, where you can mm-hmm. see the Wall Street Bowl. You can see the New York Stock Exchange, things like that. Uh, the 9-11 Museum is also up there. You can go to Cat's Delicatessen, which is... So if you've seen the movie When Harry Met Sally, Cat's mm. Delicatessen is in there. It's, it's really good food heavy food but it's good food
1: what kind of food
0: they're really known for like their pastrami in corned mm-hmm. beef okay it's a lot of food like if you order the sandwich like i can't even get my mouth around i ended up having to like take it out and like have to take a couple of pieces out because i couldn't eat the whole thing
1: thoughts just... on uh new york pizza
0: i love new york pizza it's no papa john's it's thinner less saucy it's more greasy though right I think it depends on what type you get. Like, if you get pepperoni, yes. But if you get white pizza, but I love New York pizza. When you're up there, try it. It's, like, maybe $4 at the most for a slice. If you're paying more than $4, leave and go somewhere else. <laughs> Chinatown and Little Italy are also down there. I personally love Chinatown and Little Italy. That's, like, one of my favorite things in New York. It's oh, really? Such well, good food. Just a shop, too? Not It's just, like, so different than the rest it's like you could be in different it's just almost like entering another world
1: i i probably would like it too because when we went to i went to boston little italy and i thought it was so cool like there was like real estate buildings with properties in italy like on mm-hmm. the like thing and i was like are we in italy like no we're in boston like they, they are like kind of in yeah. their own
0: world so that's down there if you're in chinatown i highly highly recommend wo hop It's such good food. The pork lo mein to die for. It's so good. It's in a basement. Excellent. If you're in Little Italy, my mom and I, we go to Ferrara a lot. It is such good, like, pastries. I saw one of the Real Housewives of New Jersey in there. So you may see a few celebrities, but really, really good pastries.
1: Have you ever seen any celebrities in New York?
0: I have. That's the only place. I've been to LA three times and I've never seen a celebrity. I've been to New York five and I've seen all my celebrities I know there. I
1: you've been to LA three
0: times. I've been to LA three times. So what celebrities have you seen? Let's hear it. I've seen Barack Obama. What? <laughs> I saw President Obama. I've seen Judd Apatow. If you know him, he's like the director of Bridesmaids. Uh, married to Leslie Mann. Um, I saw him. He was in Hand to God. It was a big celebrity day that day the cast of SNL, they were in Hand to God as well, so I saw them. Um so like Pete Davidson before he was Pete Davidson. Okay. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd. Now, I saw him on You just saw him walking? No, he was in Late Night with Seth Meyers. He was the guest, but he was doing a bit like where he was in the audience.
1: Um, so I have
0: pictures of like me and Paul Rudd like right there together. Oh, cool. If you want to go see like late night with Seth Meyers or uh, Jimmy Fallon, it's like a in a lottery sort of sense. So tickets are released at a certain time for certain days. And so you can generally find them on Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. So I just typed in the Twitter account on Google and up came the information. But they'll release certain days, you don't know who's going to be on there until usually either the week of or the day of so you're taking a gamble with it and you click the date that you want you put in how many tickets you want and then it'll say like we've received your request and if you get the tickets they'll email you saying you know to to get your confirmed tickets go to the website and confirm your tickets okay. i actually had confirmed tickets for both late night with seth myers this time and jimmy fallon we ended up going to jimmy fallon this is a whole thing but we we were going to Jimmy Fallon. We were waiting in line. My mom all of a sudden was like, I'm not feeling great, and I don't want to be in there for four hours, because it's like a four-hour ordeal.
1: Why? Because they, like, pause?
0: You go in. It's like you're standing in line with you and a hundred of your closest friends. You've got also then people waiting in standby, so if someone doesn't show up, they can go in. Okay. You had to be there no later than 3.30 for a show that starts taping at 4.45. Oh, yeah. So... You're in there, you go through security, you, get, you do all the ticket things. There's like three checkpoints along the way. You get in there and then you wait. Then they let you in. And then you wait for them to come out and start doing their thing. I got all the way into the waiting room beforehand by myself. And I was like, this is weird being by myself. <laughs> because it truly was like me, myself, and I, which is normally fine. But like everyone was in a group and it was literally just me by myself so if you want to go the day of it's not going to happen they'll close it once it's full it's full
1: so what how do you know the twitter page thing what so do you look i at, just like...
0: googled like jimmy fallon tickets and oh, okay. it'll, it'll take you to a website they'll tell you what to do and it'll say like you know watch for our calendar dates and then it'll tell you like the twitter account so yeah if you want to see those they're really fun this last time apparently the show i missed jimmy fallon gave out like half pint of his ben and jerry's flavor to so all the audience members. It was also the last one before they went on writer's The Strike. tonight though? Yeah. I love that guy. I know. So that's a thing.
1: So in situations like when you're there during the Met Gala, which you were this time, mm-hmm. are there certain places you can't go? Is it blocked off? Is it extra crowded? Like, did you feel the presence of a, such an event or?
0: In some ways... Yes, it was more of like in that area. So my mom and I went up there to the Met the day of to see what it looked like. By the way, it was all like under tent. there was nothing to see, but there was already people camping out. And there's a lot, a lot of security up there. There was like a lot of news people up there getting ready for the event. The only reason I knew this was happening was because I was trying to get to the Metro on 77th Street and it was blocked and we couldn't get in and we had to go around. Some guy was trying to go to work and they were like, sorry, buddy, you can't get through. He goes, my job is in there. Like, I have to be in this block. <laughs> he, They were like, go around to the other side. They'll, it's easier to get in that way. And he was like... That's so annoying. There's a hotel on that street called The Mark, which is like where all the celebrities were. Okay. Which is why there was so much security. But it was like, in those pictures where you see them coming out of a hotel, that was the hotel. And then, kind of as you get more towards midtown, or I guess in between the South Side and Midtown, there's Chelsea, there's Washington Square Park, East Village, West Village, East Village and West Village is kind of like, it seems like that's the, I'll say South End of Charlotte. That's like where all the young people want to be. But I also love Washington Square Park area. If you go, it's like also where NYU is, it feels more residentially, more like if you were to live there, this is what your everyday life would be like. I will say I've heard recently that Washington Square Park has gone downhill. And it's the like, drugs? Yeah. I didn't experience anyone like, I'll say illicit drugs, because weed is legal now in New York. So it was like people smoking weed, but it wasn't like... In your face? It was a little, cause they're, and they're selling it. Like there's stands of people in there. Really? But it's, yeah. But it wasn't like... So are like, there
1: like dispensaries on... In yes. the city?
0: there's a whole lot of people smoking weed. Like, oh, just, I didn't you know that You smell it, was, it everywhere. I didn't know it was legal there. Oh, you smell it everywhere. I'll say I never felt unsafe there, if that's what people are worried about. It was just like... my Yeah, that, you know,
1: that was going to be my yeah. tail end question. Like, do you ever feel un, like unsafe or nervous?
0: No, I don't think I've ever felt nervous in New York, but I also have my wits about me enough, and I've been to New York enough times now to know like... Yeah. This seems dumb. Don't do this. So if you like shopping, Hudson Yards is a great place to go. They have the really expensive stores there. They also have some not-so-expensive ones. But if you like shopping, that's where you can go. If you want really great views of the city, you can go to One World Trade. I haven't been up to that one, but they say it's really great. Is a um,
1: rooftop bar or something?
0: It's like an observatory. Uh, you can go to the top of the Empire State Building, the top of 30 Rock. Those are like the three big ones. A lot of people recommend either One World Trade or... 30 Rock simply because then you have the Empire State Building in your view. Also go see Grand Central. That's a very iconic thing to do. You know, you can go in for five minutes and leave. And if you have a day to spend in Central Park, I recommend Central Park. It's just really nice to get away from the city. There's a zoo in there. You can go like canoeing in there. Uh, So highly recommend. So obviously you'd go back. Maybe next time you could take me? Yes. Alright, close us out. All right. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Bucket list Bums Pod. Bums with a Z. Follow and rate and leave comments on our Spotify and Apple podcast. But thank you guys for listening. And let us know if there's a place you want us to talk about that we haven't talked about. I and mean, if we've been there, we can move it to the top of the list. All right. We will see you next see- time.
1: Yep. Bye.
0: Bye.